The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. The Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Profit. Tired of having no hedging option? Enter Profit, the only marketplace designed for users to buy and sell previously placed sports bets. Profit lets you sell a percentage of your bet, guaranteeing immediate profit while keeping skin in the game on your original bet. Sign up today for early access at betprofit.co. Yes, yes, we are back. This is the College Experience Special Edition. It's a solo spot. My name is Colby Dan, aka the Dantabase, and I'm rocking it solo. Mainly, I'm rocking it solo because Patty C has some some stuff going on, and this is our college basketball season kickoff or tip off, I guess would be the better term. Uh, look, I'm packing for Boise. I come back on on the day college basketball tips off and I said, wait, we got to have some type of a preview out there. You know what I mean? Because it's tough when you got college football going on and college basketball. November is always a very tough month to juggle both and even a little bit of December. But I'm trying to do that for you. All right, look, Tuesday we got 92 games. I mean, there's more than 92, but I'm talking about Division one basketball against division one basketball, 92 games. And I'll just kind of preview the games of the week to watch out for. And, and also, I mean, maybe a little bit of a season preview for, for conferences and stuff like that. I know I wanted to dive more in depth, but it's really challenging when you're balancing road trips for uh, college football and also college football season. You know what I mean? That's why November is always challenging. I know last year I did, I did some write-ups on the, uh, conferences in college basketball, but this year I got the podcast. So it takes more time. And I also do Sean's podcast. So I'm basically the three nights of my week, I'm doing podcasts and uh, yeah. And then you got to factor in time to watch a bunch of games and it just leaves you with not a lot of time. I'm also dating, you know what I mean? So those are my excuses. All right. But uh, college basketball, man, I love college basketball, college basketball, college football. This is a college based show. If you don't like college basketball, I say you give it a try because it's fucking amazing. And it's with, in my opinion, it's, it's better. I mean, look, I love college football. It's amazing, but that it's always disappointing. As you've mentioned with the invitational, um, it's always disappointing at the end of the year because college football is kind of a sham. I, I feel like at the end of the year, um, but with college basketball, the best part about the end of the year is March madness. In my opinion is the greatest the greatest postseason event we have in America. Uh, it's just it's so special. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, if you don't like it, there's something wrong with you. There's something legit wrong with you. 
Okay, but look, I'm just going to highlight some of these games, all right? So if you're wondering, you know, a lot of people always say, like, it's so hard to get into college basketball in November. I don't really know what's going on, stuff like that. But that's a bunch of, that's a crock of shit because if you examine it, it's incredible. And I mean, what better way? It's almost like college football, how they hit you with those games the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, LSU, Miami, and stuff like that. Uh, Michigan, Notre Dame this past year. So this year, on Tuesday, November 6th, we get Duke, Kentucky in Indianapolis, and we also get Michigan State, Kansas in Indianapolis. Those are going to be great games. I know Kansas suspended the kid, and I, who knows what's going to happen with Self. I think Self's going to get a – I think he's going to somehow manage to get out of this hot water. But, um, I mean, come on. If you, you – those two games to start the season, incredible. I mean, Duke should be loaded again. I know they lost players, but they're it's Duke. They got five stars coming in. Kentucky, you know, kind of struggled a little bit last year. It wasn't your typical Kentucky season, but that's because the team was young. And Calipari, Calipari has reloaded. This team is, is, is really loaded. So I expect them to be much better than last year. Michigan State, obviously, Jaron Jackson's gone, but Izzo... You know, here's the thing. Izzo's kind of struggled a little bit late in the tournament, so it's gonna, it's kind of a big year for him, you know, uh, to see how they, they do. I mean, you could argue that they're not as talented as last year, but last year they kind of underachieved in, in my eyes and I think a lot of people's eyes. And Kansas, which is, is, by the way, just absolutely loaded, even with the kids suspended, they're just, they're just loaded. They got the transfers coming in from Memphis, um, and they're just going to be a pretty exciting team to watch. Um what other what other things noteworthy? I mean, I mean, basically, I feel like Kansas, Kentucky, and Duke are all top five teams. You know, uh, as far as Michigan State, they're probably still top twenty five, maybe top, maybe like I have them kind of in the teens. That's another thing: is preseason polls kind of bullshit, just like in college football, kind of uh, jades the strength of schedule. But at least in college basketball, it gets worked out a little bit more. So it's not as bad as a preseason poll as college football. But yeah, it's still still certain element of bullshit there. But um, look, so the games to really watch, in my opinion, for the this Tuesday, November 6th, obviously Duke, Kentucky, Michigan State, Kansas. You got Florida at Florida State, starting with a great rivalry game. Both teams should be pretty good this year. I've, I've seen many polls with Florida State in the top 15. They uh, they returned their top leading scorer, Phil Kofer, and uh, they they should be pretty loaded this year. As far as Florida, I think Florida is in the top 25 as well. They're always like, I feel like from most of the preseason polls I've read, they're always towards the back of the top 25. But I mean, they got, they're returning their senior guard, Kevon Allen, and they also got a pretty big uh, freshman coming in, Andrew, I believe his last name is Nebhard. But they should be good. Florida's always good, man. Even without Billy Donovan, been a great defensive team. So I'm excited to watch that one. Look, you got BYU at Nevada on Tuesday, guys. Now, the reason why this is awesome, BYU is a fairly decent mid-major. They're never great. But Nevada's never had hype like this. You remember they had that great run last year in the, in the tournament with the Martin Twins? Well, they're back. And get this. Nevada, the first time in their history as a program, brought in a five-star recruit and 6'11 freshman Jordan Brown. This Nevada team should be better than last year's Nevada team. And I'm excited to watch the Wolfpack. I might even, 
I might even make a trip up to Reno at some point this year. Although Reno, I'm not the biggest fan of the city of Reno, but I, I really want to watch this team play basketball. So that's a very compelling game to me. BYU at Nevada. These are all on Tuesday. I'm going to go through the week's action. Uh, you got North Carolina at Wofford. Now, why is this game important? You're thinking, oh, it's blowout city. It probably it might be blowout city, but Wofford's a pretty good team. They didn't make the tournament last year, but that conference was actually pretty strong. And Wofford beat North Carolina in Chapel Hill last year. So, I mean, can they go for two in a row? I'm excited to watch that one. Uh, another big one, Western Kentucky at Washington. A lot of preseason polls have Washington in the top 25. And let me tell you, Western Kentucky... Uh, they lost in their conference championship to Marshall in the conference USA championship. And it was a Marshall. You saw what they did in the uh, NCAA tournament. They beat, you know, Wichita state and they were a very good team. And I, I expect both teams to be loaded again. I think Western Kentucky actually might even be your preseason favorite to win the conference USA. Both those teams are going to be good. So I'm excited to watch that one. I think there could be some potential upset, you know, uh, status in that one. I mean, Washington's pretty good, but we'll see. Should be a good game. Some great mid-major games. Uh, you got Florida Gulf Coast. Now, granted, uh, Dooley, the head coach, did leave for East Carolina. However, they've replaced the coach successfully before and maintained a great mid-major level success. Uh, last year, Florida Gulf Coast did lose their conference championship game to Lipscomb. Lipscomb made their NCAA tournament for the first time. And I think Florida Gulf Coast returns a lot. They were rather young last year, so... Uh, Florida Gulf Coast at Illinois State. Illinois State was a team that was kind of plagued by injuries last year, but uh, the Missouri Valley is an amazing conference. I, I I don't know if you you think, oh, God, he's talking about some mid-major bullshit conference. This conference was really good. Traditionally, I think, I forget uh, off the top of my head, but they have an amazing record in the tournament um, of the past, like, decade. And last year, I want to say every team but one was above 500 for their overall season record. It's a very, very good conference. I believe Illinois State should have been in uh, two years ago when they got robbed. But, I mean, Illinois State is a very, very good mid-major. And uh, I'm excited to check out that game. Also, you got East Tennessee State. East Tennessee State, let's talk about an athletic team. Once again, them and Wofford, they they barely missed the tournament. Um but East Tennessee State, I mean, last year I think it was Xavier that they that they lost a heartbreaker to. They were up by like 25 the whole game. Xavier came back and I think won by one. But this team is legit. Two years ago they were in the tournament. They uh, gave gave a hard time to a few teams. And uh, they play at Georgia State. And you should know Georgia State. They've had success in the tournament of late as well. Both those teams, strong mid-majors. Then you also got the Battle of Philadelphia. LaSalle at Temple. Gotta love this one. Look. I don't know how good LaSalle is going to be this year. They're kind of they're kind of a average mid-major, but you got to love the Battle of Philadelphia here. Temple should be reloaded, should be better than they were last year. Uh you got UMBC at Marquette. Can UMBC carry on this uh crazy, you know, <laughs> that game against Virginia? I still can't believe a 16 beat a 1 last year, guys. Now, I got a feeling this game could be ugly because I know UMBC graduated some of their better players, but hey, it happened once. Why can't it happen again? Another compelling uh, week or day one game one matchup would be Penn at G- George Mason. Penn made the tournament last year from the Ivy League, and George Mason actually projected to be much better in the Atlantic Ten this year. I'm excited to watch those. Those are kind of 
I mean, there's, a, I guess, a couple others that I would note for, for Tuesday night, and that would just be, look, I mean, Sienna at Providence, sure, you want to see how good Providence is, but Sienna was kind of dog shit last year. UNC Wilmington at Campbell, I kind of like that matchup. It's a, you know, uh, UNC Wilmington should be a lot better this year in the CAA, and also Campbell's got a great scorer on their team. And uh, Grand Canyon at South Dakota State. <laughs> I know you're talking, what the fuck am I talking about? Grand Canyon, Dan Marley's their head coach. Program's been building South Dakota State. Been in the tournament the past two years, and I'm projecting a third year in the tournament. They're good. And then Louisiana Tech at Wichita State. Uh, look, Louisiana Tech's kind of a, a little bit above average mid-major. Two years ago, they had a solid year. We'll see if they can, they can, you know, it's still a decent test for Wichita State in week one. Wichita kind of let me down last year. And, uh, yeah, there's a few others that uh, come to mind uh, for, I mean, like Milwaukee, Boston College. I got a little interest in Cal State, Fullerton, Arizona State. All should be decent games, but I'm really excited for basically those main ones I just talked about. And that's on Tuesday. Now, on Wednesday, November 7th, much, the slate of games is only 13 or only 12 games. So much easier, much easier. There's only really a couple that you really want to watch here. All right. And the main one is Ohio state at Cincinnati. Okay. Look, Ohio state breaking in a new coach last year. So uh, they got another year in his system. They should be better even though they lost some key players. So I don't know that they'll actually be better than they were last year, but we'll see how that works out. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let, let me just pull up some of these preseason polls and see where they, they got Ohio state just out of curiosity. I think I don't think they're a top twenty-five team. I think people have them. Yeah, this one's got. I'm over on uh, right now. I'm on uh, ESPN, and they're at, they have them um, uh, basically fifty-first in the country, ninth in the Big Ten. So taking a taking a step back, but hey, Cincinnati. Uh, a lot of teams or a lot of uh, preseason publications have them in the top twenty-five to thirty. Um, so they should be they should be good. I mean, they're always a tough defensive team. Um. And it's an in-state battle. Gotta, gotta love that. That's really the game to watch on uh, on Tuesday here. I'm sorry, on Wednesday. Um, what else do we got here? I mean, look, there's a bunch of blowout cities. I mean, I don't know. Bucknell at St. Bonaventure is not bad. But uh, moving over to uh, Thursday, November 8th. Thursday, November 8th. Look, this is kind of a shit lineup. Ten games. But I tell you, I like Evansville at Illinois little in-house uh, or state border game or something like that. Evansville, solid uh, Missouri Valley conference team. At one point last year, it looked like they were going to run away with the Missouri Valley early on. And then Loyola came out of nowhere. And what? More proof with the Missouri Valley. They went to the Final Four. Missouri. Or, I'm sorry. Loyola went to the Final Four from the Missouri Valley. Um, that's really the, the real key game to watch on uh, Thursday. Now, Friday, they, they hit you with, I mean, look at this. I got the spreadsheets will be up, by the way, on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Now, the week, first week, it's always kind of hard to find lines. We will do our best to do that. But there will be a spreadsheet. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Click on college basketball picks. And me, NC Nick, and Patty C will be handicapping every college basketball game we can get a line on. That's most of the college basketball games of the entire college basketball season. Like I said, first week's really the a tricky week on handicapping because sometimes they do not put lines out because the people of Vegas don't even fucking know some of this stuff. Um, I will try to pin them to my Twitter account as well, but I will say November is always a little bit challenging because I'm going to be battling between that and pinning my college football picks. 
Uh, Friday. Yeah. Like I said, Friday, this next Friday, uh, is, is got 69 matchups between division one opponents. There are some very good matchups on the, on Friday. First off, Indianapolis, Maryland, neutral site game, Providence, Wichita state. That's going to be fantastic. I can't wait for that game. That's a great matchup right there. I mean, Ed Cooley always doing things at Providence, always overachieving at Providence. I feel like, uh, then you got Arkansas versus Texas. These are two like military games, neutral site game, Arkansas and Texas. Obviously they have a bit of a rivalry back to the swack days. I believe it was, uh, that game's being played in El Paso, Texas, and that should be a good one. Uh, I mean, Texas, you got to wonder if, uh, if our boy, uh, what I'm struggling to think of his name, the VCU coach, uh, man, I'm drawing a blank. I'm not even into full college basketball season. Shaka smart. You got to wonder if he's a, maybe a little bit on the hot seat coming into the year. I think maybe this year, maybe they give him one more year after this year, but it'll be interesting to see how they do this year. Getting start, starting the season off with the Razorbacks is not an easy play. Uh, how about this one? This is an old Big 12 matchup. Missouri at Iowa State. Love that matchup. Can't wait for that one. Iowa State should be much improved this year. Um, I've seen, wait, wait, let's, let, let me, let me pull up this ESPN spreadsheet, see where they have the Cyclones and Missouri. Look, I don't know. I don't even know how good this is, but I'm saying, cause I don't really believe in preseason polls, but I just want to see what they are projecting. Uh, where are we at here? Iowa state, they got as the 43rd team in the nation, right? Missouri, they have as... Where are we at here? I guess Missouri might be a little down. They have Missouri at 57. So you got a good matchup there. That's a very good matchup. I mean, look, it's former rivals in the Big 12. Ames is always a live place. I, I would love to go to Ames at some point. Great matchup. How about this one? Mid-major. Stanford travels to UNC Wilmington. Talk about a trap game. That's a trap game right there. UNC Wilmington is going to be much improved. Had a tough year last year. But the, year, the years prior to that, they were very good. They were breaking in a new coach last year. So, uh, what are the big ones? You got North Carolina at Elon. No, that's not a big one. Washington at Auburn, just like the college football matchup, essentially. That one should be good. Both preseason top 25 teams. Here's, here's one for you. Buffalo at West Virginia. Buffalo won the MAC last year, fucked up Arizona in the NCAA tournament. That is... It could be a game. Now, I know West Virginia with the press, you know, press Virginia. I'm, I'm excited to watch that one. Uh, UNC Greensboro at LSU. LSU, man, they, they, a lot of people sleeping on LSU this year. I think they're going to be a pretty tough team to beat in the SEC. Um, and, you know, UNC Greensboro's a pretty good team as well. What other ones? Long Beach State at UCLA. It's a decent mid-major against, against UCLA. Yale at California. That'd be fun to check it out. Um, those are kind of the big Utah Valley at BYU, some some in-state matchups. Southern Illinois at Kentucky. And Southern Illinois is a solid, solid uh, mid-major from the Missouri Valley. Now, Kentucky should be loaded, so I don't know how much trouble they'll have with them, but I'm eager to check that out. Um, what do we got? Okay, then we got Saturday games. Now, Saturday, they kind of go light on you. There's there's 52 games of Division One versus Division One, but they basically cater to college football, and they don't do a lot of great matchups. I think your best matchups would be 
Miami, Ohio at Butler, Evansville at, at Xavier, Oklahoma State at Charlotte, and Western Michigan at Ole Miss. Those are my top four rated games. Tell you something, though. If you're a fan of the Atlantic 10, keep an eye on St. Louis this year. St. Louis, Travis Ford's their head coach. Kind of been building something there. I, I, I love watching Atlantic 10 basketball, so... I'm excited to see how George Mason does this year. I think, obviously, St. Bonaventure graduated a bunch of players. They'll probably take a step back. I want to see Anthony Grant at, at, at Dayton in year two. Maybe Dayton gets better. And uh, Davidson should still be a tough, tough, tough team. And VCU, obviously. I mean, that, that, that's a really slept-on conference, in my opinion. Um. So then Sunday, November 11th, we get... Now, this one's got some pretty good matchups. This one's got Vanderbilt at USC. Two Power 5 programs, you know, doing work. Both these teams are pretty solid. <clears throat> Vanderbilt's kind of one of those teams last year that struggled, but they lost a lot of close games. Um, you got Florida State at Tulane. That's an interesting matchup. It's, they're going to New Orleans to take on Tulane, and Mike Dunleavy, is he going to be able to make... I feel like Tulane was getting better. His first year, he really struggled. Last year, they showed a little bit of signs... Could be an interesting matchup there. How about Hofstra at Marshall? I know you're thinking, why the fuck are you talking about this game? Because I'll tell you why. Hofstra, I think, dark horse to win the CAA. I know everyone's talking Charleston. Some people are talking Wilmington. Northeastern. Keep an eye on Hofstra. They return a lot. And uh, Wayne Corbett's from Hofstra. So shout out to Wayne Corbett. Let me just tell you this, though, guys. I'm diving into this thing, and I'm forgetting to even... Plug. I'm, look, I'm already at 21 minutes. That's actually that's actually not bad. I'm supposed to be at 15 minutes. I'm supposed to say this. College experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie. Sign up over at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. Okay. As I was talking about, November 11th, you got Vanderbilt USC, Florida State Tulane, Hofstra Marshall, George Washington, Virginia. I mean, look, Virginia is one of these teams that I think they're going to have a fantastic regular season again. They, uh, I mean, Tony, you got to think in a way, I, I, I know Tony Bennett was coach of the year last year, but in a way he's got a lot to prove this year because he struggled in the tournament his whole career. He struggled at Washington state in the tournament, even when they had a, you know, a, a great front court, um, Clay Thompson was there. And okay. So ESPN has a, uh, Virginia at number seven in the country. Look, they return Ty Jerome, Kyle Guy, those guys. But I think they're going to have another fantastic regular season. However, the big question mark is going to be tournament time. Now, I, I doubt they lose to a 16 this year, but I'll be interested to see if they can get past the second round matchups, maybe even the third round. Because Tony Bennett, I don't even know that he's ever been to a, a final eight. I don't think he has. Maybe, maybe one year at Virginia. I can't recall. Um, but yeah, they return a lot. Other top, I mean, I'll, I'll stop for a second and just go through some of the top teams. Um, Villanova lost a lot, but they should reload. Jay Wright always does a great job coaching there. Bring back senior uh, Eric Paschal. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I always forget. They also bring in a five-star freshman in Javon Quinterly. Uh, at point guard, and obviously Nova kind of just reloads at this point. Wright's got that program firing on all cylinders. Um, 
what else do we got here for Saturday? Or I'm sorry, Sunday, November 11th. How about this one? How about Florida Gulf Coast at Michigan State? Nice little test for the Spartans. Uh, East Tennessee State, once again, in their athleticism. They're always athletic at Creighton. Now, I think that could be a dangerous game for Creighton. Um, you got a few other ones there that kind of stand out to me. App State at Alabama. App State's not that bad. Drexel at Rutgers. I mean, is Rutgers ever going to get the ball going on this program, football and basketball? They should have stayed in the Big East, huh? Should have stayed somewhere. Not in the Big Ten. Southern Miss at SMU. That's a solid game. Between two decent mid-majors. Um, but yeah, okay, that kind of highlights that. And then uh, Monday, November 12th, because we're just going to preview the first week. And then I'll do the Dantabase Top 25 after the first week of college basketball. We're out of practice with this, guys. We are out of practice with with really figuring out how to align the podcast for college basketball while it's still football season because there's only so many days in the week and we release content on all seven days of the week for the most part. Um, okay, so Monday, November 12th, you got Stanford at North Carolina. There's a good chance Stanford could, could get upset at UNC Wilmington, and then they're going to have to go to Chapel Hill. That could be a terrible road trip for the Cardinals. Still a solid game, though. Two, mid, or two power fives going at it. How about Utah at Minnesota? Minnesota is one of these teams that, you know, last year I was kind of high on, and they had some injuries and some suspensions, and I've seen plenty of hype about them in re- returning back to the preseason top 25. Um, if they stay healthy, I think they could be a very tough out for big for the for the top of the Big Ten. So keep your eye on the Golden Gophers. As far as Utah, let me see where. Let me let let's let's do a little projecting here and see where they have the Utes. See, because I think Utah is still a dangerous team. They have them at 76, eighth in the Pac-12. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that. They got so they got BYU higher ranked than Utah. That's a little shocking to me. That's a little shocking to me because I think Utah is a pretty solid team, especially when you play at Utah. Tough, tough team to to play in Salt Lake City. Uh, what else do we got though? Buffalo at Southern Illinois, great mid major matchup. Um, Long Beach State at Arizona State. Maybe there's something there. Long Beach State's kind of uh, let me down the past two years. They're always been athletic. When I you know first moved out here, I would always catch them on the local television network and they were making the tournament for a while there and always just being a real athletic team that I would not want to play. But the past two years, they've kind of let me down. Um, what else do we got here? Bowling green at VCU solid Troy at Pitt. Here's it's going to be interesting to see how Jeff Capel does at Pitt in year one. Capel, you know, uh, ACC background. He played at Duke. He's been coach K's assistant the past few years. He, before that he was at, Oklahoma, I think when they had Blake Griffin, he was at Oklahoma, but he kind of struggled. Underachieved greatly at Oklahoma. Got fired from Oklahoma, but prior to that, I believe he was the coach of VCU. I'm getting VCU. I think he was the coach of VCU, not Old Dominion, but his father was an Old Dominion coach, I believe. Uh, But he was kind of one of the ones that first started to get VCU on track, if memory serves me correct, because they've been a great mid-major the past Shit, probably past 15 years. So that's a pretty exciting game. And then to round out the week on Tuesday, November 13th, we got a big matchup. A couple big ones. Wisconsin at Xavier. 
at Xavier, not Xavier, like Xavier McDaniel. Wisconsin at Xavier. That's a big time matchup. Wisconsin should be much, much, much better this year. Last year, they were kind of dog shit in the Big Ten. Inexperienced, but now that experience pays off and they should be a contender in the Big Ten, I think. Georgetown at Illinois. How about Patrick Ewing in year two? Look, year one, they had a pretty solid year, but they scheduled absolutely nobody. Absolutely nobody. Um, this year, I guess, well, I'm just happy that they're <laughs> they're, they're scheduling a Power Five. I mean, I, I know they played uh, Syracuse last year at a conference, but that's a, I think this is their second game. Their first game's against Maryland Eastern Shore, and they play at Illinois. Let's just take a, a gander on where they have uh, the Hoyas. I don't even think they have. Damn, they're still pretty far down, I think. They are still pretty far down. Wow, I can't even find them here. Okay, they have them at 93, so maybe it's another tough year. Or I mean, they had a solid year last year. I thought they improved, but they they easily they went they had a garbage ass at a conference schedule last year, much like the Crimson Tide in football this year. That was kind of them. And starting off with Illinois, that should be quite a test. They have Illinois, by the way, at ninety eighth in uh in their coach's second season as well at Illinois. Uh, you got Georgia Tech at Tennessee now. Georgia Tech's kind of one of these teams that you know I don't know they should have been better I feel like last year I know they had some injuries I think they even had a suspension but you gotta wonder what's happening with the Yellow Jackets this team used to be dominant in the 90s Kenny Anderson and Dennis Scott and all those guys even with even in that didn't they make a run to the championship in like the early 2000s I think they did I think they did they lost the you they got destroyed by UConn in the NCAA championship but whatever happened to Georgia Tech, we, I'd love to see them come back. Tennessee, obviously, they're loaded this year. Rick Barnes. Um, it's, Rick Barnes has always been a great recruiter, but the real thing is, can he coach? He's kind of dropped the ball when it comes to coaching, especially in the tournament. But many publications have Tennessee in the top 10. Uh, even Yeah, I mean, look, this one that I'm looking at right now, they have them at number five in the country. Got Grant Williams back. Admiral Schofield, they should be loaded. Remember when uh, Loyola beat them at the buzzer? Well, we'll see how they do in the tournament. I'm always skeptical on Rick Barnes' coach teams come the NCAA tournament. Here's another decent matchup for uh, uh, November 13th is Georgia at Temple. Pretty good matchup right there. Pretty good. How about George Mason at Georgia Southern? Two good mid-majors going at it. UNC Greensboro at UNC Wilmington. Two good mid-majors going at it. Harvard at UMass. Tommy Amaker, he's recruited well at Harvard. Now let's see if he can put the pieces together to make a run. Let me tell you this, though. The college experience is brought to you by Oddshark. So head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that you will not find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Oddshark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. Yeah, I'm eager to see how Harvard does because he had some big-time recruits for an Ivy League school. How about this one? Rhode Island. Even though Danny Hurley's now gone, he's at UConn. This team still has some top-notch talent. They play at Charleston, who many still predict to win the CAA. They won the CAA last year, and they put a scare in 
who the fuck were they playing in the tournament? I can't remember, but they they almost won in the in the NCAA tournament's first round. Um, Memphis, Memphis. Penny Hardaway is the new coach at Memphis, recruiting very very well at LSU on on November thirteenth. That should be a good matchup. Um, LSU, like I said, I think they're going to be much better than a lot of people project. Everyone's got Auburn coming out of the SEC or Tennessee or something. Watch out for LSU. I think, or I mean, how about Frank Martin in South Carolina? They always overachieve, right? Another great matchup on Tuesday, November 13th, is Stephen F. Austin at Miami, Florida. You know, Laranega still at Miami. Stephen F. Austin, man, did they... I love the way they play basketball. Last year, remember that game against uh, Texas Tech in the NCAA tournament? That was a ball game right there. Stephen F. Austin's a good team. A lot of people don't are, are waking up to that fact, but they've been relevant for the past shit, past probably five years in college basketball. That should be a nice matchup to watch. Okay. That, look, that's the first week's matchups. Now there's a bunch of other like average games out there that I could that I could touch on. But look, let's be honest, the first week you're not gonna know what the hell I'm talking about unless you're a diehard college basketball fan like myself. Here's one for you though, on, on Monday the twelfth. Vermont at Kansas. Dude, Vermont, they lost to UMBC last year. They got upset, but before that, they were they had some crazy record. They were really, really good. I would love to see, I mean, maybe, is there any chance of an upset? Not at Kansas, no way, right? That would be fun, though. That would be fun. Um, What? I'm going to try to pick some surprise teams for you because that's the first week of the college games here, and... Let me uh, also just tell you that I'm just trying to get these ad reads in because this is going to be a short episode because I can't go through all the conferences and preview everything for you guys, although I kind of want to. I just don't have the time. I want to tell you that the Sports Gang Podcast is brought to you by Profit. Tired of having no hedging option? Enter Profit, the only marketplace designed for users to buy and sell previous place sports bets. Profit lets you sell a percentage of your bet, guaranteeing immediate profit while keeping skin in the game on your original bet. Sign up today for early access at betprofit.co. This is a pretty cool concept. I'll be honest. Pretty cool. I'm eager to check this out. This is our brand new sponsor. I have not checked it out yet, but I'm excited to check it out because basically what that means is say you have an eight-game parlay going. Why would you have an eight-game parlay going? Because you're fucking awesome, all right? And in that seventh game... You've hit your, I'm sorry, you've hit your first seven. You're waiting on a, this is a college basketball episode. Let's just say college basketball. You're waiting on a Pac-12 game or a Hawaii game late night. You're on the East Coast. You're staying up till two in the morning, right? CBS Sports is covering Hawaii against UC Irvine, right? In Honolulu, and you're sitting there and you're sweating bullets because you're one play away from this thing, right? You've already hit on your first seven. So you know what? Probably the smart play there is to sell to the to you know to sell and take your earnings with the seven game parlay before you lose the eighth game. I don't know. I haven't tried this website yet, but I am eager because I think that's pretty genius of them. So I'm eager to check this out and try it out. Um, okay, back to college basketball talk. Okay. Some surprise teams for you. Who do I think could be a... Well, uh, you know a team to watch out for again? Let's let's just go through. ACC, I'm just going to go through some of the Power 5 conferences. Okay? 
ACC, you got to figure it's going to come down to what? Duke, Virginia, Carolina, right? I think those would be the top three if you ask anybody. Watch out. You know, I, Kramer's going to like this. Watch out for Virginia Tech. I said this last year. You know, they've lost consecutive games in the first round. But Buzz Williams, I think he has his best team yet at Virginia Tech. Got that uh, sophomore, what's his name? Like Nikhil Alexander-Walker. That guy's supposed to, he's got to be getting better, right? And, and this team is getting more and more experienced with Buzz Williams. Um, I know people are saying Florida State, obviously. So those would probably be the next two to challenge the top three. You can never rule out Syracuse or even Clemson. You know what I mean? Clemson had a solid year last year. Maybe maybe they can make, I mean, it, it, the ACC is a money conference. Let's just be honest. They, all the teams, for the most part. Even Boston College, I thought that coach was doing a great job at Boston College. I know they lost some some players, but they should be a lot better. How about Miami? Larinaga always overachieves. You know, I think they're supposed to, they're projected to, to take a step back this year. Who knows though? Could be a bubble team. Could be a dangerous out. Um, let's go. Those that should kind of tell the tale for the ACC right there. Uh, let's go. What's what's the second best conference? Let's go, what, SEC maybe this year? I don't know. Kentucky. Kentucky's, what, everyone's, uh, how did I not mention that a minute ago when I said everyone's thinking Bam or Tennessee or Auburn? Well, Tennessee and Auburn are all, SEC is pretty loaded this year, I'll be honest. Texas A&M takes a step back. Texas A&M let me down in the tournament last year a little bit. But A&M takes a step back. They lose some, some key players, but Kentucky takes a step up. You would think Tennessee is getting better. Auburn with uh, your your guy Bruce Pearl, and then like I said, keep an eye on keep an eye on LSU, keep an eye on uh, Mississippi State with uh, Ben uh, Holland, you know the former UCLA coach, kind of getting some things to work there. The Bulldogs should be pretty decent, and then you still have Florida. People always forget about Florida. Florida's always a tough out. Even Alabama, Avery Johnson doing a pretty good job at Alabama. Now they should take a step back considering that they lost some key pieces, but they do have a five-star freshman point guard in, uh, what's it, uh, Kira Lewis, I believe his name is. I think he's the youngest player in Division One, actually. 17 years old. 17 years old, and he'll be at, at Alabama this year. Um, Vanderbilt also. I thought, dude, Vanderbilt's tougher than people realize. You still have Arkansas. That That conference is pretty loaded this year. You know? I will call a spade a spade. SEC should be pretty good. They had a shitty outcome, though, in the tournament last year. Uh, Big 12, you got to think what? Kansas is going to win it for the thousandth, thousandth time in a row? You got to figure that. They're, I think, much better than anyone. I mean, look, your closest team would be Kansas State or West Virginia, right? Uh, let's be honest. Kansas is going to win the Big 12 again this year. That's a bet. I don't know what the odds are. Take that one. TCU, though. Jamie Dixon, TCU, really coming up. I'm excited to watch them because I think this year they are going to be pretty legit. But let's be honest, Kansas is still going to win that division. Even if they fire Bill Self, even if they fire... uh, Dude, they've won like 25 years in a row. Not really 25, but something like that. Um, What about the Big Ten? Let's talk Big Ten. People think, okay... Big Ten probably going to take a step back. Michigan State probably still the favorite in the Big Ten. Uh, but don't sleep on Michigan. 
Michigan always, yeah, they lost some key pieces to the NBA. But I, Beeline's a great coach. I would not be surprised, especially because Michigan State seems to kind of be falling apart the past couple of years, and especially in the postseason. I mean, Purdue, Purdue should be good as well, but they lost some key pieces. I think the Big Ten kind of takes a step back. Maryland should still be, or actually Maryland should probably be a little bit better. Wisconsin is really the one that should be drastically better in the Big Ten. Uh, let's talk what Big East. You want to? Let's. I don't know. I'm going just randomly. I'm not going in conference strength. Just kind of random. Big East. I would still think that Nova is the team to beat in the Big East, even though they're replacing a ton. They, I mean, Wright has got this program rolling, 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 rolling. Um. I don't really see anyone really giving Nova a test in the Big East. I think they're drastically better with who? Like Marquette, maybe? I don't know. Wojo's going to... It's a big year for him at Marquette, though. Um, Providence? Cooley always overachieves at Providence. You know what I mean? Uh, he's a great coach. A very underrated coach, I feel like. Um... Xavier, Xavier loses uh, Chris Mack to Louisville. Who knows how good they'll be? Butler seems to overachieve. None of these teams are on the same level as Villanova. So that's a pretty safe bet if you're looking to bet. I don't know. I don't have the odds in front of me, but I like Nova as the play to win the Big East. How about the Pac-12? Let's talk Pac-12 here. I mean, Arizona, it seems to be surviving some of that... uh, you know, everyone thought Miller was was going to be gone. Seemed to be surviving a little bit of that, but I question how good of a coach he is anyway with all that talent he's had in there. Oregon, UCLA, Arizona, it's going to be one of these three, right? I mean, Oregon has Manute Bowl's son, Bowl Bowl or whatever. 7-2, I think, or 7-3. And the guy is a pretty good player. So you would think, well, UCLA has, what, Shaq's son? He's sitting out this year, though. I just don't like Steve Alford as a head coach. I think UCLA is going to struggle until they get rid of him. I mean, they might always get in the tournament, but they're never going to be legit UCLA, their potential, until they get rid of him. Pac-12 kind of kind of taking a step back. Washington, maybe. You know, they got Mike Hopkins, new head coach. I don't know. I need to see more before I say Washington is going to be legit. Um... And then you got Arizona. I don't really see Colorado. I mean, I'm, look, I'm a buff fan. I think Colorado is going to be improved. I like their coach. It could be, you know, I feel like the Pac-12 is kind of up for grabs. You, would, I guess, I guess you would say Oregon is the best team right now. Arizona, then maybe UCLA or Washington. Colorado probably fifth or sixth. I don't know. Um. What else do we got here? What else do we got here? Let's go. The American. The American Conference. The AAC. All right, you want a, you want a sleeper? You want a sleeper? Okay, look. AAC, I think everyone's figuring Wichita or Cincinnati, right? Here's a sleeper for you. Johnny Dawkins and Central Florida. Look, I'm all on Central Florida again. <laughs> Football and basketball. Watch out for Central Florida. They could be a dangerous team in the AAC this year. I don't know what what are they projecting them. Let me let's go to the interwebs. Oh, this this CNNSI has 
them projected second in the AC, so that wouldn't be too big of an upset. I don't like to see that, but I think there's a solid play to take them to, to potentially win the AAC. Who else? Who else do they got? I just want to I just want to look at their opinion on what they have the AAC doing. Houston. Oh man, I like Houston too. I like Samson's doing a great job there. Doing a great job there. Um Mountain West. Mountain West is what? Nevada's to run away with it, right? I'll tell you a decent bet though. You think Nevada is pretty loaded. Pretty loaded. Decent bet is for San Diego State. I bet you you can get some pretty good odds at San Diego State to win that conference. Now, I, like I said, I know that Nevada will probably, they're, they're, they're heavy favorites. That's why I think San Diego State could be a decent play. You let Nevada, you know, get some injuries or something. San Diego State, they got hot at the right time last year. There are gals, too. Atlantic 10, I think people got Davidson and Rhode Island winning those things again, but hey, watch out. I would say, yeah, decent bets again. VCU. Actually, a decent bet is St. Louis. I'm telling you, St. Louis could be a tough out in the Atlantic 10. I keep reading George Mason. I'm a George Mason fan, so I'm hoping. But I, I, I still need to see more before I make that wager. Uh, Missouri Valley, Loyola's back, guys. Porter Moser's back. They returned most of their team. They should be pretty loaded this year. I can't wait to watch Missouri Valley basketball. I think it's the most slept-on conference in America. And Illinois State is really good. They're going to challenge Loyola, Chicago. I mean, that, that whole conference is good. Even like, I think like last year, Northern Illinois took a step back. I'm not Northern Illinois. Yeah, Northern Iowa took a step back, but they're going to be, they're always well coached. They're going to be better. Southern Illinois is a good, good mid-major. I, I, Dude, I can't, if you like college basketball, you're trying to get into college basketball, do yourself a favor and watch Missouri Valley. It is a very underrated conference. Um, What else do we got here? Who else should I preview? Who's my sleeper in each conference? Let's just, I'm just going to spitball this here. Okay. My sleeper in the Missouri Valley is... I'm going to say Illinois State. I don't know. It's not too much of a sleeper. But I do think they were kind of hit with the injury bug last year. Kind of like their team, liked how they're coached. Um, sleeper in the American, I told you, was UCF. I don't know how. It depends what the odds are. I don't have that in front of me. I think it's a solid play. Sleeper in the... Who's the biggest sleeper? I mean, sleeper in the, the the Big Ten? Minnesota. Everyone's saying Wisconsin? Minnesota as my sleeper in the Big Ten. SEC? LSU. ACC? I really don't see any sleepers winning the regular season title. But if you twisted my arm, which we are at the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'll say... Hell, let's say let's go Syracuse, Syracuse. <laughs> Even though they kind of struggle, I feel like. Um, what else? Sleeper in the Big Twelve. Give me uh, give me West Virginia. I guess I don't know how much of a sleeper that is. 
Sleeper in the Big East, I will go Providence. They were my sleeper last year. I'm going to pick them as a sleeper every year because they always overachieve. Um, I like my San Diego State play in the Mountain West. Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference should be legit. I mean, there's St. Mary's and, and BYU. Maybe you play one of those, but I think Gonzaga is still drastically better than everybody in that conference. Um, CAA. I told you my sleeper in the CAA. Hofstra. Sleeper in the Atlantic 10. St. Louis. Sleeper in the Big West. Give me... Ooh, Big West. I don't even know who your clear-cut favorite would be. That's kind of a conference where there's a bunch of teams. I will say UC Irvine. UC Irvine said, I feel like in the second half of the season last year, they started to play some good ball. Could be a tough team to beat in the Big West. Um, Pac-12, I'm going with my buffs. My buffs are going to be, how about the Mac? Buffalo's probably going to run away with it again this year in the MAC. Is that what everyone's thinking? South Dakota State in the Summit. The WAC, New Mexico State. New Mexico State's always on top of it on the MAC, or I'm sorry, on the WAC, I feel like, for the past like four or five years. Uh, maybe Grand Canyon test them in the WAC. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm rambling here. Ivy League. Well, you got to think Harvard, right? Harvard, Penn, Yale, one of those three. I don't know, guys. Okay, let me just do this ad read and get the hell out of here because I'm just wasting time over here. Okay, college experience is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas. And the best part, BetQL is free to download from your Apple or Android device. Head over to betql.co to download the app today. Guys, if you could leave us, I'm just going to hit, I'm just going to gateway into this. If you could leave us a positive review on iTunes. All right. We'd appreciate it because that look, we don't ask college basketball guys. We pick every game. They have a line on. I don't think you realize how many games that is. Uh, Patty C didn't do it last year. He's doing it. We're welcoming him, welcoming him aboard. Me and NC Nick did it last year. Every game, the spreadsheets on the sports gambling podcast.com. And we, I think out of everything we do, I mean, me and me and NC Nick do handicap some, some, uh, NFL action, but we don't really public. We don't really release that to the public, but I think between college football and college basketball and the NFL, for the most part, we don't, we, I touch the NBA in the playoffs. I don't really touch the regular season. We are best at college basketball, according to our statistics. Um, and we publish this sheet every morning we go over. I mean, it's a lot of work guys, but we give it to you for free. And we put an asterisk next to the games we lock. Guys, our lock rate was pretty fucking good last year, if I may say so. So what you want to do here is we're giving you that for free. All we ask in return is a positive review on iTunes so more people can check it out. Because a lot of people, your average person that wants to check out a podcast, there's a million gambling podcasts. They go to check it out. They type it into the to the uh, search engine at iTunes they see 10 different gambling podcasts, but they read the reviews. And that's where you guys come in. We would very much so appreciate that. And if you could spread the word. Spread the word, do a, do a tweet, or tell your friends about it. Word, you know, word of mouth. 
I don't know, man, but we just, we'd appreciate that. I told you also that the college experience is brought to you by odd shark, right? I think that I do that ad. I don't know. Head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that simply you will not find anywhere on anywhere else on the internet. Follow them at oddshark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. I'm losing it, man. I don't know if I said that one already or not, but check this out, guys. I'm excited for the college basketball season. It's to me, the greatest sport of them all them in college. Well, that in college football, it's just, you can't beat them. You cannot beat them. College football, we're working on a better system to end. Hopefully, we're causing awareness to the bullshit that is the invitational. But in college basketball, we got six, We got the field of 68, man. And although they do fuck up sometimes, Middle Tennessee should have been in the tournament last year. Instead, they put like a 17 and 15 bullshit team in there, like Syracuse or something, who won a couple games even. But I don't care. They didn't deserve to be in. Middle Tennessee deserved to be in after being upset by Western Kentucky. I can't wait for college basketball, guys. It's right around the corner. I'm flying back on Tuesday. There's a small, small chance that I might go to an Idaho at UC Irvine game. <laughs> Depending on how I feel when I get back, which will probably not be good. So I think a small chance. But I will be going to a bunch of games. We'll be covering it much more in depth. We will have Patty C. in the studio. This is the college experience. You can find us on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. So if you type in Sports Gambling Podcast Network on iTunes, you can find us. Uh, at, and also you can find us on Twitter at, the, at SGP Network. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Look, this isn't this is a kind of a, a sloppy first episode. Work with us here, man. We're 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 battling college football season. I just wanted to get something out there in time. They didn't even tell me to do this. I was like, fuck it. I need to have this out there for the people. In case you want to make some bets to win the conferences, I think I went through all my major conferences. So if you, if not, if I missed one smaller conference, tweet me. I'll answer it back, give you my opinion on who is going to win what. I can't wait for uh, Tuesday. I'm going to be in Boise. Actually, if anyone's in Boise for college football this weekend, BYU at Boise State, great little rivalry there. Hit me up. Hit me up. Uh, buy me a sandwich. I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> Uh, no, seriously, I want to know cool places to check out in Boise and I'm going to check out Sun Valley and some other spots in Idaho. I'm going to stay a couple extra days and check out Idaho. But uh, if you have anything, anyone that's lived in Idaho, anything cool to check out, tell me. I like traveling. I like checking shit out. So please come forward. My name is the Col- My name is the Colby Dan. My name is Colby Dan. This is the college experience signing off here. Welcome to college basketball season, folks. And I hope you dig the podcast. We will be getting better. Patty C and studio. We're going to have locks, dog teases, shit like that for college basketball. The season has begun essentially. Boom. And we're out.
finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. Your home is more connected than ever. So when one kid is schooling the competition... Got it. The other is getting schooled. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And you're streaming a webinar for work and the latest episode of your favorite show at the same time. Shh. Your Wi-Fi needs to be able to handle it. That's why Xfinity never stops working to bring you faster, more reliable Wi-Fi. So you can do it all, all at the same time. Xfinity. The future of awesome. Learn more at Xfinity.com.